0: Hi, this is Greg. Look for my book, The Agile Brand, on Amazon or on my website at theagile.world. Welcome back to The Agile World. This is Greg Kilstrom. In the last few episodes, I've talked about some of the things that sets Agile brands apart. First, I talked about having an open dialogue with customers. Then I talked about telling stories that are genuine and authentic, that resonate with a company's values as well as its customers' values. Then I talked about using data to drive deeper insights and greater growth. So using that quantitative information to really add on top of the the qualitative stories that you're getting from your your customers. In the last episode, I talked about staying nimble by always listening and really having a process to listen, but not just be reactive and and instead really have a have a methodology and a process um, that benefits from thinking in an agile way and, and really helps brands be more successful. In this last part of, of this, uh, this series of episodes, I'm going to talk about letting go a little to have deeper relationships. So part of, uh, part of the agile methodology, um, identifies three different roles in, in the process. So there's the product owner. Uh, this is the person that, um, is really responsible for setting requirements of, of a, of a project, um, there's the scrum master, and um, I, to not go into too much depth, this is essentially the project manager. This is the person that leads the team that's that's doing the work, and then there's the actual team doing the work. So there's there's these three roles, and and generally speaking, in a you know in the software world, in the manufacturing world, this is all internal to an organization. Um, you're not. You're not outsourcing this to your customers or anything like that. This is all these are these are all an internal team, and so uh, you know the product owner really is in charge of making sure that not only are the is the team given the right requirements, but that if changes need to be made, if modifications need to be made, um, those are done. Um, or you know if if for some reason external factors change requirements. Those are getting fed to the team and, and modified and, and integrated into the the series of steps or sprints that that a team will go through i think the the difference um, in in the worlds of this this agile whether it's software development manufacturing versus branding is branding really branding 101 is such that you know you put a lot of effort into creating a brand you go through messaging, uh, the graphic representations, positioning, all of those types of things, and as I've said earlier, you really, you really don't want to change some of those things. I, I talked about in in the duality of of the agile brand. There are some things that you want to modify and and be um, intentional about, but you know mod- that might modify over time, but. You don't want to change your um, branding guidelines, um, you know, too often or else uh, particularly larger organizations. Uh, it's going to get pretty frustrating for a, a global enterprise to keep changing the the color of their logo and, and stuff like that. But there are those things that, that should change and, and need to change over time sometimes. So, you know, audience targeting, audience positioning, um, the strategies and the tactics that you use to, to reach them, those are things that need to change. And so I go through this a little bit in my book, The Agile Brand. Um, part, of the, part of an Agile brand is actually that when, when I talk about letting go um, to have a deeper relationship, this means actually having your customers uh, take a little bit of that product owner role so it doesn't mean you give up control of your brand. And again, um, branding, uh, branding fundamentalists and, and branding experts often, uh, you know, recoil a little bit when I when I talk about this. But um, it's it's this idea that successful brands aren't completely owned by the brand itself anymore. Um, the the quote I, I mentioned several episodes uh, back from Jeff Bezos: "You know, your your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room." That is, that is not only, that was true yesterday, but it's getting more and more true. Uh, consumers want more, more and more control over brands. In exchange, though, brands get so much when they let go a little bit. So again, consumers shouldn't design your logo. They shouldn't come up with your business strategy. They shouldn't even define what your values are. Um, they should, their values, uh, you should align your values with your, your customers and find the right customers that have values aligned with yours. But there is an element where customers, consumers, they actually want to contribute. Um, they want, cu- they want products and services that are actually tailored to them. And so in order to have products and services tailored to them, they are willing to give ideas, feedback they're even you know in some cases willing to give personal information um in order to help that so i think you know brands that really understand this agile brands that are that are um going to be successful in the long term they really understand this and and they let go a little bit from that that rigid brand um brand mentality and and hierarchy and all of that stuff they let go a little bit so that Um, their customers can actually feel uh, a part ownership of the brand. And I think when it's done well, a brand can remain very consistent, it can remain very targeted, and yet the customers feel very well aligned with with the brand that they're supporting. So in the next few episodes, I'm going to talk about uh, some of the factors that changed um, to allow an Agile brand to really come into existence. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please rate the show on iTunes or contact me through my website at theagile.world. You can find my books, The Agile Brand and The Agile Web on Amazon and on my website at theagile.world.